0: Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by Bet Spurts. Um, <laughs> all right, so the second one, and we'll talk a little right. bit of we'll talk a little bit of Colts, Colts, Colts. So 321.
1: Welcome to the Deep Dive. Indianapolis Colts, Andy it is impossible to have made it to this point in your preparation for the NFL season and not heard some expert on some show tell you how much they love the Colts this year. The clear, most buzzworthy AFC team in terms of just uh, picking a team, because every year there are a couple of teams that finish just outside the playoffs, make a couple of splashy moves, and everybody all of a sudden is like, that's my dark horse. They were close. They made a big move at quarterback. That's my dark horse. Oh, oh, That's my horse. That's my horse, right? This is an archetype we see every single year. And uh, I would just in general uh, throw a little bit of caution on that. Not because I have some sincere knowledge that this is not going to work. We have spent a lot of time now talking about how this AFC might suck. Uh, AFC South might. It is the weakest conference. Uh, In the uh, in the AFC, I think broadly, and I don't think it's close. Um, And I think from a talent standpoint, the Colts are clearly the best team in this division. Um, What uh, what say you uh, with respect to uh, how the current perception of the, you know, the 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 market temperature on this Colts team coming into 2022 uh, is relative to your eyes. I'll be betting on this team. Oh, there we go. Interesting. You know, okay. and you know
0: what else I should say? I I almost forgot this. I'll be using them in some contests. As these previews are brought to you by the Circus Survivor and Millionaire contests, twelve million dollars in prizes. No rake. Come out to Vegas with us. Sign up. You win a shitload of money in the survivor league or the uh, just the millionaire contest where you pick five teams against the spread each week. And it was being discussed in the deep dive discord. Like they asked, what do you, you need to do good at handicapping and also just run hot. Like the winner is going to be close to 70% if you want to win a, a bunch of money, but guess what? Losing last play, getting last dead last and that, it actually pays out too. So you can, uh, you can win some quarterly prizes. as Well, a lot of cash prizes in there, no rake, sign up at Circus Sports and the Colts, the Colts in 2021 were, and a couple previews I read made this joke and everyone's making this joke and it's so easy. It's just Groundhog Day. Like, Hey, we have 90% of a team and we need a quarterback because ours just retired. Well, let's, let's just go with this. Let's go with percent. Let's go with the rivers. Let's go with wins. Like four years, five years in a row now, it's a, a new starter on opening day. And yeah, I think it's Luck, Brissett, Rivers, Wentz, Matty Ice. What year did they so start luck- with
1: Tolzien? <laughs> <laughs> that was during the Luck era. I think he got hurt.
0: Man. That that probably was. But uh, yeah, it's it was a very rough start for this team, and then they they had it was again similar to Tennessee where they had an okay middle of the season. It wasn't the. Eye popping wins that we saw from Tennessee, but it's like, all right, all right, Wince is once in a while he's throwing a back breaking pick or making a left-handed pass that's killing this team, but they're managing with a very good run scheme and a very good player, probably the best running back in the league, honestly. I'm gonna say it. Yes, and yes, yes, they yes. are they're making things happen, and this team is in contention to make the playoffs and then they lost to the jaguars and and i think they needed they needed I, I believe it was pittsburgh also had to win at baltimore and then they had to lose to the jags and it was a it was a weird situation but they did not make the playoffs because of that and some just they lost some games that they shouldn't have and that's how you end up with 9 and 8 they lost their last two games to the Raiders and the Jags, ended up at nine and eight after going into those last two games. You know, obviously nine and six in a decent position. They lost both of their overtime games to good teams. Uh, but yeah, starting one and three, starting 0 oh and three, and then kind of bouncing back, ending up, you know, like nine and six, like I said, after a late bye week, which I believe they have again. It's a team that probably saw. We're talking a lot about the the front office and the rebuild and what you're doing as a as an organization looking forward. That probably said like, "This is crazy, guys." I know i have said this before, but I think we're still just a quarterback away from <laughs> like competing as a uh, as a decent team here. And you know, there there was places to get. It would have been hard to get Watson especially with what was pending. They didn't probably have the runway for that, but I didn't hate this move. I talked a lot about maybe them getting Kirk Cousins. That was a good spot for him. Uh, yeah, Tolzien did start week one 2017. What a, what a call, Drew. I forgot what <laughs> the Tolzien thing I think a, he
1: lost 44-0 to the Rams, something like that. It was it was, it was so not something. good.
0: But, um, yeah, so they haven't won the division since 2014, which also... Funny enough, I read somewhere it was the last time they beat Jacksonville in Jacksonville. So it feels like a team that's had some measure of success, but I just said they haven't won their own division in like eight years. They missed the playoffs again, and they've just never felt like a team that was dangerous at any point, despite having, like I said, the best running back in the league. They've had some good wide receivers come through. They've had a lot of young wide receivers that we thought were going to produce more than they have. They've really drafted well. I think they've nailed a good coach. And yeah, this was a disappointing nine and eight team. And I I think Wince was probably a mistake. God, I got to pull that quote because I had this quote written down when we talked about Washington. But (laughs) the, the GM says it at the team meetings. I think the worst thing you can do is have a mistake and try to keep living it living with, mo- without moving forward. And he was talking about Wentz. Like That's pretty damning. But also, maybe like you said with the Tennessee Titans, a little bit of self-awareness where they said, you know what? Just move on again. This isn't it. We still have enough, enough pieces where if we have somebody who's not Carson Wentz, we can maybe do something with this team. And man, I'm I'm hopeful. Not as hopeful as some people in the market, but I am hopeful for this team because there's There's enough pieces, but again, like we've mentioned, over and over and over, the AFC is awful tough. That's probably what's keeping me from really getting excited about this team because I don't know if, even if everything hashes out right, do they have enough to win multiple games against like at Buffalo, at KC, or even hosting one of those games? It's a tough ask even at the the top of everything here.
1: Yeah, it's fun. It's fun how different every team we talk about is. And the Colts feel super narrow distribution. Super yeah. narrow. I, I made the joke like with Ranger. Uh, yeah.
0: With uh who cousins. I said, like, man, they get cousins behind that offensive line. Like they win eleven games, twelve games maybe, get in the playoffs and just get the shit beat out of them by like the AFC North wildcards. You know, Jeez, it just yeah. it feels it feels like that's that's kind of their path here.
1: Yeah, I I mean the chances that they make the playoffs high. Yeah. Chances that they win a playoff game medium to low. <laughs> like it is it is uh yeah. it is a team that I think is built very very much for winning regular season games. <clears throat> it's in the weakest division so you have you know, presumably, uh, you know you're looking at five and one, if not six and zero in division. Uh, right there, that sets you up for maybe being Tennessee last year's Tennessee. Maybe you steal the one seed in an otherwise very, very uh, competitive AFC. You could steal the one seed, sure. Um, <clears throat>
0: AFC South one seeds going zero and two in two consecutive years in the playoffs would be funny
1: yeah i mean there's I, I not would. only
0: that there's a ton of other winnable games right. on this schedule like yeah. their ceiling is like 12 13 wins
1: surely surely they,
0: they could get a one seed like that's not out of the realm of possibility no
1: so. uh we're kind of jumping i mean we made this a quick podcast i think we basically nailed it uh good job um colts uh get the one seed and lose and divisional round of the playoffs um who we got next week andy yeah, we're uh, no, out. let's I give, them their, we're let's give to. them their due. Let's give them their due. So
0: time. I'm I'm done with let's 20 go. and somebody in the chat just pointed out too like there were plenty of reports that Wince was not a good locker room guy.
1: Oh, the team really? really didn't,
0: you know, you did not rally behind him.
1: Oh no, shit. I, <laughs> no,
0: <yes. laughs> that, that was like it's funny when that uh, happened it's like oh man who uh, saw this coming this is this was the most obvious thing that was gonna happen like, nobody no let's him.
1: let's I, let's I'll, I'll kind of relive a couple moments then if that's okay with okay. you um week one loss to the not to the uh see, okay I, we came in last year and i was basically like I'll let everyone else get fooled that the colts are going to steal this division because i want nothing to do with carson wentz like not 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 gonna do it not going not going to war with that guy and he did not show up week one against seattle uh he then had probably one of the most advantageous situational matchups that still exist in sports week two against the rams um and i backed them at plus three and a half and that was the that was the game where the left-handed pass compilation starts with, and somebody shared that with us today and immediately gave me PTSD because that first drive, you know, Colts are clicking, everything looks good, and Carson Wentz does the left-handed shovel pass into the, uh, into the linebacker's, you know, lap, uh, like right on the goal line, just absolutely like, oh, it's gonna be one of those days, right? oh, oh, oh
0: like I'm gonna go <laughs> oh, find my spreadsheet. Mark oh, this mark that oh. Uh
1: they ended up covering by by the hook, by the way. Um I think it probably it might have closed three, so maybe the people who didn't get three and a half got screwed there. But uh 27-24, they covered uh but lost the game. Um, and then they lost again week three, which is funny because three losses in a row for the Colts under Frank Reich. Who could have believed that except it happens every year. What in the world is it with Frank Reich teams that they get off to a slow start? I can't tell you. Um, but lo and yeah, that all, was like, again. like
0: I've, I've mentioned on some of these podcasts, I read a lot of camp reports and every freaking Colts article has like a you know, eight things start, to look at for the 2022 season. Year. Like, can we avoid the cold, slow start? Like, that's everything. And it, it is. <laughs> I have. It is. It those. is funny <laughs> because it's a it's a thing, and they do need to. Is it uh, a self fulfilling
1: prophecy though?
0: Well, and you know we haven't got to the schedule yet, but anyway,
1: slow start, and then ultimately they turn the corner. Carson Wentz is the highlight of his career of the of this his season. Uh, for my money. Uh, and he took a lot of money from me in this game, uh, was when he went at San Francisco in the primetime game and they had the um you know the bomb cyclone and uh there was uh like thirty mile an hour sustained winds, uh several inches of rain during the game, and the dome team won thirty to eighteen. Yeah, they put up a and lot it of went, and it went over the total. <laughs> and that was the low point of my entire year last year. Betting that week seven, I got uh, absolutely annihilated, and that primetime game was the denouement. Um, and uh okay, word. I think that was the last time I bet on the on or bet on a Colts game. <laughs> Maybe all season. Um, if you do just look at win loss though, uh, the um, the Jonathan Taylor experience really got going when the weather got colder, even though they're a dome team again. Um, the Buffalo game, they won. Did you remember they beat the Buffalo Bills? Like, yeah, we would joke about the Jags beating the Buffalo Bills. That was 9-6. That was just a weird, stupid game.
0: Yeah. Indianapolis
1: went into Buffalo, and they hung an L on the Bills that they haven't experienced in a long Buffalo, time.
0: Buffalo Colts games always seem to get weird. Wild, right? My favorite being the big snow game from about five years ago. Of but, course. Yeah, of that course. that was – they. If, if there was a word to describe shady what happened last year, odd. Odd and inconsistent. But yeah, putting up 41 on the Bills. Putting up 30 on the Niners in a hailstorm. I mean, putting up pu- putting up 45 against the Jets maybe isn't surprising. But giving up 30. Like that game. Do you remember that game? I think I was. That's yes. when I was in that was San Thursday Diego. night football.
1: Thursday night football.
0: Yeah, oh, so I was at. The Breeders Cup. I, and you can go back and watch this halftime stream to prove this. I was in the parking lot of like a, God, a yard house or something wherever we oh, stopped yeah, had to get lunch. And I remember watching this game, like this game's off the goddamn rails. Like everything about this is, there's, there's something just wrong about this game. And yeah, 75 points in that one. Jonathan Taylor going off. And yeah, the, the run scheme plus his skill, plus being able to mix in Naeem Hines, like that run fit was fun. And if if we'd have got a little more, and a couple of people have mentioned this, like Wentz, you look at his like stats, and it's like that oh, it doesn't look that bad. But everything, everything seemed to be at the wrong time. Like when he would make a mistake, it'd be at the wrong time, or he just never stepped oh, yeah. up at the right time. It was just poor timing by him. And then again, the team didn't rally behind him, and uh, essentially, there's not 500 seasons anymore, unless you end up with a tie, I guess. But essentially, a 500 season in the long run.
1: Yes, and I agree with your take. Like Statistically, people probably look at Wentz's numbers and are talking themselves into, what um, we wouldn't have had." There's some good stuff here. There were some good performances here. But having watched a lot of Colts games, I can tell you there was a consistent theme, which was that the offense and the scheme that they gave him made it so that it was tough for him to fail, and yet he found ways to do it, right? Yeah, they, like, they coddled it, him. They coddled him. They gave him and and like they they were like the 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 you know what rubbed me the, the, the most was uh there were some plays that they set up where they got Pittman just completely uncovered. Pittman won his matchups and Carson Wentz wasn't even looking at him. He was waiting for the check down, like or he was like spooked by the pressure, or I don't even know what the hell was.
0: Sometimes going. it was like reverse check down where it became a yeah, thing sure. where Sure. He would he would like wait too long for something else like 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 a kid playing Madden where he has his his idea of what he wants this play to yeah. be before it happens instead of evaluating the field evaluating what the defense is giving you and taking the best option it's like he really wanted to be aggressive on certain plays and it went it went poorly at times like it's like why, why didn't you just hit that guy why did you wait for the deep break. That wasn't there, and you threw into double coverage, and wasn't always an interception. But you would uh, you'd end up with problems. So I don't know. It was it was a pain in the ass to watch, honestly, from a from a standpoint of being a fan of football. And I, I don't know. It just it wasn't. You could just tell. Like if you watched it, it's hard to describe what Wentz did. Like it's hard to come up with the right words. But it's it's like he didn't want to be part of the team. He didn't do what was best for the team on his reads. Yeah, it but was here's the so, so here's, determined to yes. like make the wrong reads at the wrong times all the time. It was yeah, maddening. Yeah.
1: yeah, here's my two cents. Some quarterbacks fail because they don't have the tools. Some quarterbacks mm-hmm. fail because they don't have the accuracy. And Wentz failed because he did not have the decision making. He could not make the correct decisions uh, over the balance of that game. Do we lose uh, our broadcast? Yeah, I don't know. Carson Wentz uh, specifically trying to trying to nuke us here. Did
0: Carson Wentz?
1: Oh no, we're good. Um, I think we're good. The um, but yeah no the uh, the you know the the fundamental shortcoming was his decision making, his ability to read the progression and make the correct decision. Uh, and uh, fundamentally, I think he lowered the ceiling of this offense because of it, uh, which is saying a lot because you have. Two really, really, really good young draft picks in Jonathan Taylor and Pittman, who emerged last year. And if you had a quarterback who was even just doing the QB manager and not making the, you know, it didn't have the physical tools or didn't have the uh, the accuracy down the field, you're still going to the playoffs last year if you're the Colts based on uh, Taylor and Pittman and the defense. And so it was, uh, that was a, a really, just a, a truly lost season for them the way it played out and it's all 100 percent on Wentz in my mind uh notably that final week loss which is the most inexcusable of them all where the Colts were what eight point favorites Andy something like yeah, that yeah yeah the Colts you know Jags were catching eight or something like that at, at home um or 15 I can't remember um but whatever it moved the case a little is during the uh, it, moved it moved a little during, during the during week? week okay well, whatever the case is. There were some early bets um, that,
0: didn't, uh, that weren't as good.
1: I didn't win any money on that game because I parlayed it with the uh, Raiders tie, and we never got that. So <laughs> that
0: that's, that's a discussion for a different day. So, that's a discussion, all right, so anyway. we've, we've established anyway, um, that the general consensus is, yes. and I'm going to steal a line from one of my favorite hosts here on the local sports radio, all duckies and bunnies. Everything's yes. you know rose-colored glasses or whatever, I guess blue. I don't have the best colors for this analogy, but rose colored glasses. Everyone's pretty happy about this team. They think they're going to do big things. I think we're in agreement, but we're going to play some devil's advocate and talk about some of the reasons why they don't. Uh, you know what's going to end up? Uh, and I think what did you think of their offseason?
1: Him. They didn't have any draft capital no, because I mean, they no. traded it away for remind me, was it uh, traded away for the D tackle to Force Buckner? <laughs>
0: think that was part of it um man they lost other picks like they lost two two picks for wins they got they got some back there though oh yikes um yeah the, the that wasn't great they did add some veteran uh free agents i was surprised they didn't add a receiver you know i i would have liked to see a little bit more help there like Pittman did take a step forward and like that's good you're, i think you're gonna end up with probably a, a nice player there, but you're putting a lot of pressure on basically everybody else to, this is, this is your wide receiver room. I don't know. Does it feel like pack Packers light with an older player, but like Alex, Alec Pierce that you're going to expect a lot out of Alec Pierce, Paris Campbell has I think the most games he's ever played in a season is like fucking six.
1: Mm-hmm. Like you're,
0: you're putting a lot of pressure on guys like that. And I don't know. Like I, I'm not overly enamored with the with what they have at
1: receivers.
0: You're oh going to God. have to I did not win. realize this,
1: but the the Indianapolis conceded pick 16 to Philly because of Wentz.
0: Yeah, no, he played Holy enough games. Shit. That was that was that was the worst part of it. Was if, oh. if would we talked about that. We said that in the preseason last year. Said because he had the broken ankles, right? <laughs> if he's a disaster, they bench him and yeah, the, the, so the first wasn't for wins because oh, we didn't think we didn't think, we didn't think he'd ever play that many snaps. We said he if he's ineffective or they're not in it late, why would they play him and risk giving up that first rounder? And then they let him play through like injuries and semi ineffectiveness, and still gave up that first round. It was it was it was something.
1: We uh, we we really, we, uh, we really
0: thought they weren't going to do that.
1: They did. We we blew it. Uh, I, I I still can't believe that they agreed to a trade for Wentz, where they if they played him, he would they would it would escalate to a first. That's mind-blowingly bad in hindsight. Um, the uh, I can't believe we forgot the funniest betting part about the Colts last year. Wentz gets hurt early in camp. Quentin Nelson gets hurt early in camp. Everybody and their mother bet under eight and a half wins for that team.
0: Yeah, they ended up at nine.
1: <laughs> right or was it under nine and a half wins and it landed they could whatever the case was i think that Jags game uh put the win total season long win total in the balance one way or the other um anyway uh their offseason was uh tough really other than the matt ryan acquisition all of the uh actually yeah and Stephon gilmore might have something left yankin gawkway might have something left dennis kelly might have something left Roddy McLeod might have something left like they went after a bunch of old guys which is kind of telling you what they think about this season, right? Like, this is this is it for them. 2022 is the, you know, their chance with this well, I mean, just, just
0: quarterback move. It feels like they, they are going for it a little despite. And that's right. I think that was my, I think that's why I was surprised they didn't add one more piece to the wide receiving room. Like, they are sure. going pretty bare bones because if you look at some depth charts, like, their backup depth is, like, Desmond Patman, I don't who? know who that is. Like Ashton Doolin, who Kylan <laughs> Granson might be your starting tight end at times. It's, it's Kylan. Uh, Did you
1: say Kylan?
0: Kylan. That's how that, you know we're just old. Just People
1: with the name Kylan funny. are making it into the NFL at this point. That's that, that's,
0: that's where the NFL is at this point. That's so I'm I'm a little worried about the receiving core. Uh, hopefully they can scheme around that because. Uh, you have a backup running back that can probably play. Are some there spot.
1: any wide receivers that could potentially you could pick somebody's pocket in season with the trade?
0: I I, th- I think so. I think there'll be some spots. So I I hope that's the case for this team. If you're they, bullish they, on this team, they do need but one badly. Also, like Hines, Hines can be a slot receiver. Sometimes Heinz can split out wide a little, like you have some options yeah. there. So I'm I'm hopeful, but that's my, probably my devil's advocate on the, uh, on that is that, and the offensive line is very good pieces, but sometimes can be a touch overrated because I think it just turned into a, it's a solid offensive line and it is, hmm. but um, I don't know. Maybe part of that was wince to holding onto it a little long. And sometimes that skews things, but I, I think, uh, We've got a quarterback who has enough experience getting just pressure up in his grill all last year to kind of work around that. So I'm hopeful for the offense. I just wish they'd have done more um, in the wide receiving range. And then also, too, from our very lovely brief previews that I've loved reading but while I'm kind of getting ready to read all the camp reports, Cleve T.A. points out that he will be facing Jonathan Taylor, I should say the name of the player before I say he. He will be facing the fifth easiest set of opposing run defenses. And uh, this is an exact quote from this. What is incredible about Taylor, says Cleve, 21 season, is that he ran for nearly 2,000 yards and 18 touchdowns against the single toughest schedule of opposing run defenses based on success rate he played 10 games against top like 13 teams on run defenses. Wow. He did that against a tough run defensive schedule. They're going to have a much easier one. So, Oops. he I'm worried about my John. I'm worried about my uh Justin Jefferson offensive player of the year based on this guy, but I think uh maybe you'll see a little less run 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 with a, a competent quarterback, but it could be a very good year for him again.
1: Yeah, um should not could in, should In the blind, uh, this, I guess the Indianapolis Colts offensive line is entirely the Quentin Nelson story because it's, you know, he's on pace or on track if he stays healthy to be kind of in the discussion as far as Hall of Fame guard goes. Um, That's sort of the level of play we've gotten through four seasons, even last season where he was only available for 13 games. Uh, he was still second team, all pro every single year, you you know, first three seasons, he was all pro first team. Um, that's pretty outstanding. And his general, you know, his general tone and, uh, you know, his, uh, his attitude pervades to the run game in general for this team, which is they play very physically in the trenches and they create space. For Jonathan Taylor and I think that is still going to be the case even with some of the turnover they had Ryan Kelly is a very very solid center Um, and uh, I think uh, you know the rest of the guys are fine not great and where they struggle is largely in pass pro and so there is a wrinkle of a window where and we'll get to Matt Ryan in a bit but there's a wrinkle of a window where that becomes an issue for this team but the running game is not does not concern me whatsoever being able oh, no. to pick up pick up exactly where they left off and maybe even improve uh jonathan taylor by the way uh what season is this if you didn't have it in front of you
0: fourth third, third only a third season. feels
1: this is feels i know He's been like he's been such an ever-present part of the last two fantasy seasons that he feels like he's been around for a while. Maybe it's the generic yes. name. I know I was um, going to
0: say third and I pivoted to fourth. I'm like, you know that what's can't generally,
1: right. you know what's generally good about that? You only have two his, seasons his worth contract. of football on his legs. You only have two yeah. seasons of football on his legs, and his contract is also very fair. Yeah, the the opposite um, of the Derrick
0: Henry. Like he doesn't opposite, have ten thousand carries on those exactly. legs quite exactly. yet, and you have a comp you know a competent yeah. backup that yeah. uh can spell him yeah um, and his yeah, two very, seasons very, we've very gotten
1: the two seasons we've gotten from him so far were uh he was not the rookie of the year the previous season right I'm um, now i'm blanking here i don't believe he was but he was very good that year his rookie season uh like you know top half of the league from a uh uh production standpoint even though he only started 13 games last year he absolutely deserved to be in consideration for offensive player of the year he was an all pro in fact actually did you know that in the all pro voting that he got so many all pro votes that they only had one running back for the first time in a long time usually there's enough split that they have they name two running backs first team but he was the sole first team running back uh and uh his you know, if he builds on, you know, most running backs have an uphill kind of improvement curve. little it's not as steep as a as can a imagine. quarterback he run for 2000 he, yards. I mean, he should take a step forward. Like that's, that's a reasonable expectation. You shouldn't be projecting statistics for him this year that imply a regression in any way, shape or form outside of injury potential. So it's, you know, he is on the up, uh, which is scary for anyone who's, you know, already Uh, you know, facing him on their schedule of run defenses. Um, Will Fuller,
0: that's a good call. That's a nice dad. Just want to, I don't, I I didn't watch enough fucking Cincinnati games, Bearcats, to know to understand like if this Alex, Alec, I'm gonna say Alex Pierce, Alec Pierce is actually like NFL translation. I'm a terrible judge of rookies anyway, so I don't know. Like, no clue if it has to lean on him. Again, if if the wide receiver room underperforms and they have to lean on the run game, maybe they're still pretty okay. Like I, I they're they're in good hands.
1: And, okay, so yeah. I I think we need to spend a second on Pittman. He's freaking freaking elite.
0: And they're gonna ask him to be. And you know,
1: Andy, what uh, what season is this for Pittman? You know, two, Ooh, number three this free, is his free. third season i, I tried well. to go the other way that time. this is his third season as well so you have two elite stars at a running back and wide receiver that are entering like the, their peak they have not gotten there uh and in general i think Pittman was largely held back by uh wentz last year if you that look makes at all three that
0: quarterback too it's his third year
1: is it no. <laughs> I don't God, think he's so. third it's year getting 33rd year? Purely Sam. This is he's 30, like 37th year on earth. Um, he's but no. 36, so, I believe. I mean, that you, you can't deny, though, having elite weapons should help everybody. Like, there's a network effect there for sure. Um, so let's talk about Matt Ryan then.
0: Hard to evaluate last year, it was a really bad sure team. Is you missed uh, you missed receivers this time. Pitts was making the adjustment to the league. They didn't really know how to use him right at the at the offset. The offensive line was basically five giant hefty bags of uh, you know, waste <laughs> in front of him at times. They didn't get a lot from the run game. What and they were say, like, often playing from something? behind.
1: Big like, heavy bags gonna, of falcon shit. I,
0: I was like medical, medical waste. <laughs> that's I'm, such just such trying to, I'm thinking of the scene in uh, Fight Club where they go. See oh, a goodness. Oh, God. The, 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 that's what popped the, into the my the head. I'm sorry. Section, the liposuction. Yeah, but part, uh, regardless, yeah, it's it's hard to evaluate him off last year. He's not that far removed from an MVP season.
1: He was uh, basically had a uh,
0: seven years. <laughs>
1: seven years in football terms might as well be And
0: it's year. a long time but i mean he, he has been <laughs> he has been an mvp he didn't get there last year but he's been throwing for four thousand yards a year for like a fucking decade mm-hmm. he is he is your steady eddie that who was in a bad situation last year i don't think anyone's going to confuse him and start talking mvp awards if this colts team overperforms but they're definitely going to give him a credit. There's going to be a lot of, like, he's another coach right there in the huddle. He's a leader on the field. You know, he's really taken these young receivers and worked uh, on the side with them and really gotten the most out of them with his veteran presence. There's going to be a lot of cliches, and they're not going to be wrong because I think he is an overall, you know, just a – he is a good leader, and I think that's what you're going to see from him. So he's not going to make massive uh, left-handed mistakes right into a linebacker's gut.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, without looking, how many games did Matt Ryan win last year? I mean, they drafted eighth because they took London, so like five, six? Seven. They were seven and ten. Seven games? S- he managed seven wins last year. Started all seven Falcon,
0: The Falcons have been a team you just can't bet here's, for, like, three years now. Here's uh, he,
1: in his career, Andy, <clears throat> since 2008. Where he was the rookie of the year, um, how many games has he missed uh, as a uh, starting quarterback?
0: Oh Christ, I'm trying to think of his injuries. It's like five total over that.
1: Three. three. That is amazing. <laughs> three. It's the third three. <laughs> it's the third. That three is I had that. Prior. There's the third three. Yeah. That is actually three. The three. They come no, in threes, no, no, no. Andy. Um, not to not to make light, but. You know, Bill Russell and Vin Scully. Oh, no. Uh, I wonder who the third is going to be. But, uh, that does the, always happen, too. That's really, Um, um no, he went, he went seven watched, and ten. I watched
0: so much Vin Scully footage today. It's he went, uh, yeah.
1: He, oh, same. Is very, very, uh, you know, very huge part of the culture here in Southern California, especially. So, uh, rest in peace. Um, the Matt Ryan arc, however, uh, has been the kind of, Arc as a quarterback that you use to train a ner- uh, an, an AI model on what an aging curve looks like. Okay. It has steady improvement up to a peak and then steady decline. Like,
0: so that, that peak, I believe that was halftime of the Super Bowl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> Everybody was thinking it um it was actually
1: about halfway through the third quarter um but no seriously in seriousness his mvp year was his clear peak uh he (laughs) built up to it and he has regressed since and there are lots of factual reasons you can point to that happening between the decision making of the dimitrov era and who they brought in who they put around him his Mm -hmm. salary impact on them being able to build a roster. and but at the same time like you know we'll get to tom brady and how he has defied the aging curve and how that could be possible but matt ryan has not defied the aging curve and it you know and this is an opportunity for him to have kind of a a positive blip right you know a season that looks you know that 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 um Uh, surprisingly good relative to the decline just because of the pieces around him are so much more solid i hope that happens for him i like matt ryan uh, a ton i think he's just in general a good steward of the game doesn't get quite as much credit for how good he's been uh, and how long Um, but there's a non-zero chance that he's washed and most people are talking about the colts and their potential to threaten the afc like there's a zero percent
0: I think I think that's where I was saying like, not hey, it's hard to evaluate last year because he played on a shitty team with a bad roster, and he's probably a lot better than that. It could also that pendulum swings both ways. It's hard to evaluate like, because he can he could have been more washed than we know, and you know it's it's hard to evaluate on that team because you can say well those weren't his fault it was parts around him and it is such a moving there's a lot of things a lot of moving parts in a football team so it's hard to tell but he's getting put in such a good situation comparatively that even if he is a little more washed than he's been in the past few years he's he's just in such a better much better
1: home there was it's like
0: the dogs in those Sarah McLaughlin commercials it gets adopted by a great family yeah
1: there there's been that's fair <laughs> there's been he's gonna have a great final year on earth apparently <laughs> um, there's a lot of people who point to the philip rivers bringing him in for one year uh, at age 39 he was even yeah, older, a little older um there are people point to that as a comp um i would just point out that there was no years in philip rivers tenure in at la That were as bad as matt ryan's last two years and the people i've seen a lot of people put together threads about how matt ryan's not washed and we made you know i don't i respect the fact that the guy won seven damn games in the nfl which is super super competitive um but his performance statistically cannot be argued um that it was uh you know his it was worse than anything we saw from Philip rivers before you know before he made the leap to indy um yeah, that's what's so hard with
0: the, the the supporting cast so
1: yeah sure sure yeah how much of it was no ridley and jones who knows um yeah but it's it still is like it's it's a leap of faith that you're going to be able to get playoff winning performance out of a guy at this stage in his career in a new system regardless of how good the pieces are around him. And I think we've pointed out fairly that this offense has question marks, both in pass protection and in wide receiver depth, especially. Um, So, so,
0: and going back to Wentz, if they can, if they do that, what they did with Wentz, where they coddle him by having great run schemes and calling the plays that will mask his lack of probably uh, a deep ball, like he had when he was younger. He's a smart quarterback who gets it, who has been around and isn't a, apparently a, a locker room cancer. He'll take advantage of that, and it'll. I think he's fine not playing hero ball if he can win a bunch of games with this team. So if if they play to his strengths, he'll be more adaptable to that than Wentz ever was. So I think it's a team who is – we saw it. They were smart enough to kind of escape Game, oh, man, it's silly that you should have to do this. He's a member of your team. You're almost talking about him like he's an opponent. But they game planned around Carson Wentz last year, and they were good enough about it where he almost had to go out of his way to screw it up sometimes. With Matt Ryan, you're not going to have that. He's smart. He's savvy. He's a vet. I think it's going to be fine.
1: Okay. Well, I yeah, and, am, and like like am, says, in I'm the regular not... season
0: they can hide it, in the playoffs.
1: Good luck. Look, man. I will there I have I have a proprietary metric that I use for quarterback performance that we don't need to get into. The biggest leap I can ever tell you of a guy going from year to year in past age 35 is what Brady did between the Patriots and the Bucks. That was like that was a phenomenal outlier though. Like in general, you get a huge improvement in terms of your situation, even if it's just your, even if it's just on your own team, they just bring in a good player or a couple of good players, spend money, put, put good guys around you like year over year improvement. Once you get past age 35 is very, very hard to come by and it's relatively modest usually. And so I think anchoring kind of a median expectation for Matt Ryan that is anchored at last year plus a little bit is completely fair. Uh, and you know, I think ultimately um, there will be opportunities to bet on this team, as we will get into in a moment. But uh, I would not expect uh, MVP level performance all of a sudden out of this guy. Like he's, you know, frankly, Matt Ryan is not an MVP candidate. Period. Like he's not, and well, no, not at this age. But like I said, if if they, yeah,
0: if he does, he's going to be so involved in the game plan too, and he's going to understand it so much better than what we saw last year. So I think I think it works out fine. And I I still am just worried about, uh, most worried about the pass pro, and then some of the wide receivers. They did make some moves. Well, actually, let me just
1: let me just let me push you because I didn't prep you for that about the MVP comment. If the Colts get the one seed, it will be perceived as some of the parts, and Jonathan Taylor is more likely to get the lion's share of the credit. Do you agree?
0: Yeah, it's hey, guess what? The defensive. Uh, additions that i was about to bring up worked out the offensive line play was better probably not just because of those skill players but because of matt ryan um you know it's it's kind of a you know just like we talk about coverage and pass rush being two pieces that work so much together like you talk about quarterbacks or sacks being a quarterback stat like uh, a quarterback who understands timing and moving around and has the pocket presence, like he will make that offensive line better, but no, there's not going to be like, if there's MVP talk, it's not going to be about Matt Ryan. There's just no chance. Like they don't have this deep ball offense where he's going to have these huge games. The MVP talk will be, if there's any, it's around, it's around Jonathan Taylor for sure.
1: Yeah. Okay. And we can laugh at that and hopefully find value on some quarterback right <clears throat> yeah um so. okay all right good deal uh defense there's a defense there's a defensive adjustment that i want to bring up to you andy and you're the guy that really to really dive into this the great matt Eberflus is gone this is now the I, gus bradley show
0: i haven't talked about matt Eberflus much um, but yeah he is gone and again we haven't decided if he made them or they made him but Gus Bradley is Gus Bradley has had enough success and uh, stops where I'm fine with him putting he's had I think what he did last year was he made some guys that I had pitched out the window okay and I think he's good enough to keep this defense humming especially if the Darius Slender procedure to fix his leg, which was actually a back procedure. I read about this. So it was some discs in his back that was affecting leg leg pain, which is a thing. The body's all connected. The leg bone's connected to the backbone. Sure. And if that works out and he can play at a high level again, and Ngakwe, who's been on like nine teams over three seasons, I think he was on three teams in one year a couple seasons ago, if Ngakwe and he hit 10 sacks last year, I kind of forgot about that. If Ngakwe and whatever Stephen Gilmore has left, if that comes to fruition, he'll probably get more credit than he deserves. Like, I think he's a middle of the road defensive coordinator. He's, I don't, I don't want to shit on him like you do. I Let's mean, go back.
1: No, 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 no. I don't need, I'm not trying to shit on him. It's the he same, kind of it's the same story. It's the same story as Matt Ryan. There's a career arc for a defensive coach if you have a certain scheme that at first taking the league by storm is the is the is the uh the scheme de jour gets figured mm-hmm. out and then the arc ends with you getting you adjust you get buried by the Chiefs in twice in one season. And uh, you know, ultimately you can't get off the field against Joe Burrow and you lose the, the playoff game, right? Like it it's it's something that he has generally gotten figured out like there's nothing there are teams that can't take advantage of it the fact that it's been solved but he has been solved in my mind and yeah. i think realistically the teams on their schedule that have the tools and the quarterbacks to take advantage of it which by the way there aren't I think
0: everybody knows what he brings like it's just the same cover three that always, but he has good pieces here. Like, you know, the the Buckners, and if Leonard is healthy, and if Ngakwe just picks up where he left off, which was where Gus was, Stephen Gilmore, if he can have some sort of resurgent, you have enough pieces where this is a good enough defense to just keep it going, despite him probably being pretty predictable.
1: Yeah, Uh, I don't disagree. You have
0: enough playmakers, so. Yeah, Darius
1: Leonard, Darius Leonard is elite. Uh, Kenny Moore what? doesn't ever get Buck talked Christian. about. Kenny Moore never gets talked about. He's a very he, good he quarterback.
0: Hey, quick pay in his uh even could as he a rotational pays? guy. He was solid
1: as a rookie. Good. He should take a step forward and be a real contributor. Um uh Muhammad actually at, was I'm, pretty was pretty damn good last year as well. Uh is he still in the team name. or did they lose him? Oh, they lost him. He's gone. Oh, Danny um, Uh yeah, yeah. Bobby uh Bobby o- okuriki uh he's pretty decent uh he's young uh there's some young talent on this team that uh should continue to take steps forward um and i think you know you have really really solid anchors at all three levels kenny moore in the secondary deforest buckner on the d-line and then darius leonard in the middle uh you can absolutely build around that with the talent you brought in and the talent you already have taking a meaningful step forward the generally though the you know the Gus Bradley uh, uh, the Gus Bradley defense is getting exposed in the playoffs it's kind of what I feel same way as I think Matt Ryan Matt Ryan's ability to kind of elevate your ceiling offensively gets exposed in the playoffs um Gus Bradley's defense gets exposed in the playoffs this team comes short of the goal of making or winning the Super Bowl yeah,
0: this is uh, this is the uh, moneyball athletics like this team is set up to win by attrition it's good enough to get to the playoffs and then the Yankees come along and beat the shit out of them. Like it's, it's a good team that has a ceiling that with some limitations. So, yeah. I, and I'm, I'm not excited about Gus, but good enough, good enough with the pieces you have. So, um, schedule.
1: Let's look at it. The schedule is quite easy. <laughs> Again, it's hard to come by easy schedules in the in the american football conference uh but the colts got one and it's largely because they get houston twice jacksonville twice although those games are going to be more competitive than the market thinks says me uh and then uh, tennessee twice um you also get washington you get the giants uh and uh you know your divisional your cross your cross-conference, or excuse me, your cross-division matchup in the AFC happens to be Pittsburgh. Um, you get uh, a full slate of games against the AFC West, which is tough. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, this is... And
0: again, like I mentioned uh, when we went through the 21 season, awful, awful late by. Two years in a row having that week four, I
1: think they must have requested that,
0: that, sucks. that. Do you think so? I don't like having that buy for a team.
1: I think and they yeah, Femi. This. It's a revenge
0: game. I mean, it, 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 revenge games should automatically be set as a pick'em. You can find <laughs> it, but yeah, that that number's probably wrong at home. What are you making? Oh at? yeah,
1: terrible one. Absolutely atrocious. That's that's actually. You know what's funny? It's, it's really funny. You brought that up. Um, I think that's a mistake. <laughs> I think it should be three. Yeah, because uh, I. Well, why I, why would
0: they be? You go look at like. Tennessee, they're favored by three at home.
1: That was the you know, Washington. You know how, they're a pick'em yeah.
0: at home. That yeah, that, that's just
1: that was it. the a that was line. the biggest. That was where the was biggest. This, where um, these
0: lines at?
1: DraftKings, or they were, or okay. somebody scraped them from DraftKings and they made a mistake and they have since corrected it. I don't really know. I don't. Know. I'm not constantly updating these, but um yeah, that one, is, that one, that one is a, is an incorrect line. Yeah, Westgate right. has when,
0: Indy five and a half. That's yeah,
1: right. that sounds about right. Um, this is that's a terrible one anyway. The um, the ones around that though, pick 'em, Tennessee, pick 'em, New England aren't necessarily going to be the game numbers we see in those games either. I don't think, um, especially at yeah, Tennessee, pick 'em, is probably pretty good. But now Tennessee's coming off their bye, though. Hmm, um, yeah, anyway,
0: breast disadvantage in that yeah. spot,
1: yeah. I think ultimately, though, it's just still a relatively easy schedule for AFC your favorite or pick 'em in a lot of games
0: well and like Um, i mentioned before too about jonathan taylor like how what Cleve said there if that's the crux of your offense and they're playing overall easy run defenses for a good part of the year maybe that's more important than the actual opponents if like your strength is going to be other opponents weaknesses more times than not that's how you win more games than you lose
1: that is how i agree Um, the, uh, uh, the general read on a couple of these other spots that are fun. Um, Indy complains every year that they don't get enough home primetime games and that they always get screwed. They got two Monday night football games at home this year. Um, so congratulations, um, four primetime games overall. NFL apparently thinks these teams, this is a team you're going to want to see. Uh, because they're probably going to be in the mix, particularly those one, two, three late in the season primetime games, so they think Indy's going to be in the mix. Um, very excited for that Indy-LA Chargers game, Monday Night Football, day after Christmas. Oh, buddy. You want to talk about making the Christmas blues go away, that Christmas is over. How about a Monday Night Football game? Chargers, boxing Colts. Day. Oh, God Patrick said so a Boxing Day game. Boxing Day oh, game. Yes, Chargers, that, day. That's
0: such a good day, too, because there's always – and I don't know – if this Dan would probably have an answer to this, if the boxing big games get affected by um, the world cup, but that's always like, I love that there's a shitload of soccer and then Christmas you have the NBA. Oh my God. That's going to be such a nice stretch.
1: Oh, it's going to be so sick. Um, got a lot of fun game. I don't think I'm going to watch a lot of Colts this, games this year. There's just going to be a lot of high, you know, a lot of fun games the Denver game is going to be great on Thursday night football. I love it when we get a good Thursday night football game early in the season. Those October Thursday night football games are usually pretty Sometimes damn fun. They suck. Some well, the ones earlier in the season, like week three, week four, are usually pretty forgettable. But the Stick. giving us a uh, giving us Indy Denver week five, that's going to really kind of give. That'll give. Uh, that's a great time of year too because we have playoff baseball going on. That'll give us a nice shot in the arm in the month of October. Great fucking month. Um, yeah, it's a it's a it's a good fun schedule. This but this looks like. I mean this this looks like median eleven wins. What do you think?
0: Yeah, yeah, like high ceiling or uh, low ceiling, high floor for sure. Low for ceiling, sure.
1: high floor. That's correct. Kind of Eagles esque, although the Eagles' schedule is significantly easier. This yeah. is still kind of in the conversation. Um, let me scroll here. Scroll, 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 scroll. I'm just curious if they fixed uh, the busted line between. Oh yeah, Why, yeah. DraftKings fixed the Washington Colts busted line. It's five, It's out to five now um so you can't go can't go get a, a bet down on a bad line but uh you know i don't hate minus five <laughs> for <we're> being honest it gets to watch the Washington commanders yeah, and carson pick, Wentz. Pick the, pick if carson wins is even the, if he's if he's even the quarterback yeah at the time um yeah no not, tra- travels. return
0: for the premier league after the world cup oh, so yeah. this be i'll just
1: day. say over the overall in the schedule travel's pretty balanced rest is pretty balanced they don't have too many tough cold outdoor games late in the season um not too many disadvantages frankly so colts uh colts should get some doves this year nine and a half is a little is a little little on the low side what uh what is the current market number i bet you it's up to 10. let's look at their odds the indianapolis coats are 22 to 1 to win the super bowl it's probably fair, a little, 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 little short of my fair price. I think I'm probably in the twenty four to one range. I should pull up my fares. Twelve to one is a more, more interesting number if you're going to bet Colts. Just because, again, we talked about the window of opportunity is there for them to get the one seed. At which point, winning two home games two is home games. that's more that's that's, 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 a, that's and it's going to be against tough teams. But that's more likely than. Uh, what one over thirteen implied probability?
0: Especially if your if your defense is humming along and you can keep keep some close games with defense. Yeah. And open the up game. the dome, really kind of let your defense. Like, yeah, you know the, the everybody thought they had the strategy game. to beat Kansas City a couple years ago, where it's like we're going to run the ball, we're going to play good defense, keep, keep away. away. Like they actually can do that. So yeah, make the good. playoff number is probably low. By a little bit, but I'm not betting into that.
1: Same with the South.
0: I'm probably not taking much preseason on this team, despite how much we've said nice about them. Like, I will bet them week by week, depending on matchups. And if there are no alt
1: over ladder for you here, uh, schedule is not
0: scheduled. If I had had to bet, I would probably be like a 10 and a half, 11 and a half, take a look at those prices. So, I don't know, maybe, but for the most part, it's going to be a a bet on team week in, week out, depending on
1: matchups. Okay. Betting plan of attack, Andy. Uh, I don't think it's worth betting them to win the AFC South, even though we think it's more than, you know, it's 50-50 or no, better. No, I like, like that prop better. Price, you know, one, minus 115 is a fair price. And what the hell? What if the Jaguar surprise, really? is yeah. really kind of in the back of my head. Um, the, um, the general feeling about betting them game in game out is that the market is not uh, especially um, uh, what's the right word? They're not going to be surprised if this team gets off to a good start this year. I mean, they've been telling everyone they're, they're focusing on it, you know? Um, and so I don't know that you're really ever going to be able to corner the market on good, uh, good bets betting on them week by week or betting against them. I think numbers are probably going to be pretty reasonable. Yeah. Um, They have a very good run defense and Pittman and Taylor are dynamic enough weapons offensively that happily backing them in second halves if they're down. Do you agree? Frank Reich makes some great halftime adjustments over the balance. Of yeah, the he's their, a history. good, I was going to say, he's, he's high on the list in game.
0: halftime coaches.
1: Yeah, we didn't even mention Frank Reich, but we're Frank Reich guys.
0: Yeah, we, every I think anyone who listens to the podcast regularly yeah. knows where Frank Reich guys. I think so.
1: everyone who cares about football, I, I think that, is Frank that's Reich part
0: Reich. of like I love the marriage of Frank Reich and Matt Ryan, too. just kind of just, just even keeled guys are gonna dadgum win some games. That was a, Yeah, they are.
1: Uh, if they start slow like usual, uh, betting on them at a at reduced spot. numbers that'd be no. that'd be lovely. Would love it.
0: Hard to start slow. The first two games are against, uh, you know, they should win those two, but the third one's tough. Maybe, Andy, maybe some bounce back spots. Philip Rivers went WJs. into
1: Jacksonville as an eight point favorite week one. Like and I said, lost. they haven't
0: won in Jacksonville since 14. Will what Matt Ryan hell? be the Matt Ryan? He's, you know, he's what? been he's, since 2014. Since 2014? That's the last time they won in Duval basically like the best they've done with the Jags for like eight years is split. It's like, it's like Miami and new England. It's just apparently a bugaboo for them. So Weird. I don't know. We'll, we'll see if we can, we've we'll seen if we can break that streak with the, uh, the crafty Catholic from BC and uh, Frank, Reich. Oh, Man, Are Yeah. People calling him the crafty Catholic. Is he, do you even have to be Catholic to go to BC if you're good enough at football? No, I don't think so. Either way. He I'm probably for this is,
1: team. So. He's probably Catholic. Um he yeah, I think uh this is gonna be a good team to bet on second it's half if the they're game. down. It's gonna be a good ha- a good team to bet on second half if they're up.
0: Yeah.
1: You think Jonathan Taylor knows how to put away a game? You goddamn right he does. Uh you think uh um, defense has enough of a pass rush with Ngakwe to put away a game, probably. Again, he had ten sacks last year. If, if we get some, if we get some stuff out of the
0: out of the rotational guys, it could be a good pass rush. Something. So
1: you're thinking second half under second half Colts in general with the second league? half
0: Colts. Like again, if, if they're up and they are a second half, you know, clearly the better team, favored pregame, yeah. winning at halftime, and they're like a three point underdog in the second half to an inferior team, so we yeah. take like? you know colts money line to win the yeah. second half where yeah. they win the second half like seven to six you That's know just one garbage solid. touchdown against a couple field goal drives so and that hey, feels great
1: you know what from here on love- in for here on in to get into get ourselves into halftime pot you know halftime. uh you know broadcasting shape we gotta weave in second half betting plan of attack Four should, teams that have we'll a couple of time like games like
0: in speed like what do you what do you do
1: hot what do you shot. do hot shot yeah colts
0: colts are up eight playing an inferior team second half line is commanders minus two and a half what do you do
1: Ooh, let's let's let well, me give just, you you know what it Andy. just moved
0: to minus two and a half minus 115
1: dude I Andy, let on me that. let me give you a more specific let me give All you right. a more specific one, one. week five thursday oh. night football Colts are taking on Russell Wilson and the Broncos. Everyone's healthy. Colts are up seven at halftime. The second half line, Russell Wilson is minus three. The total is 24. That's an under. It's an under. Okay. Interesting. I think so. Russell Wilson's not throwing his way back into that game?
0: I I believe in this pass rush. I think it's going to be fine. Well, I don't know. That is that is maybe a probably a spot to stay away. Because if there is a, a spot where I'm worried it is the secondary, the safeties are not great.
1: Who are the safeties again? Julian Blackman and Nick Cross? Ooh, yikes. Yeah. Uh, yeah they, who they, are those guys? If
0: you get good hmm. cornerback play, good for you, but like hey, why Cloud,
1: God damn, we gotta talk about this. But like why isn't a team like the Colts, if they're all in for this year? Why haven't they called the Bengals to try to get Bates? Bring in Master Bates. That guy I is I'd definitely. Rather see fuller. Go get what a wide receiver. Go you get a wide. receiver. You want to see a wider I see,
0: receiver? Okay. I want to see, yeah. see one more wider I'm receiver. I'm
1: just surprised that the other contenders in the AFC have not taken advantage of what looks like an obvious um, Mike Brown too cheap to know, know any better and not paying Bates because Bates is good. What do I know?
0: He is no, yeah. I mean, you're right. I hadn't thought about adding a piece there. I'm just so well. You
1: pointed it about. out. Their safeties kind of suck.
0: Yeah, I, I just didn't. I don't didn't know if that that, so if that, that, that doesn't. That, you're, right. Right. you're right. You're
1: right, though. That 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 doesn't that doesn't raise him. That doesn't raise the Colts to championship contender. But uh, gives you a in chance Rodney to McLeod. get the one seed. Hmm. I don't. know. Rodney McLeod is a uh, second string right now, and I think that's correct. I did not think he I was think very good. A,
0: I think, yeah, I think it's a bit of, a, it's a camp battle like we're seeing. I, and apparently the, the left tackle camp battle was settled pretty quickly. And they said it before the draft. They said, we have a left tackle. It's Matt, Matt Pryor. Pryor. Yeah, And they, they yeah. did draft Bernhard Raymond, which sounds like a bad guy from a uh, <laughs> David Lynch film. But um, apparently he's, he's running with the two. So Matt Pryor is next to Quentin Nelson and Ryan Kelly. And if he plays well, that's a very strong side. So strong side. I like it, man. All right. The Colts. Thumbs up, guys. Before you leave, have a good night. If you're listening to this in the podcast form, hands on the wheel. Ten and two, guy. Pay attention. <laughs> if trying to take notes, do it in your office, buddy. But um, enjoy. If you have anything to say, obviously leave it in the YouTube comments. I've enjoyed some of the comments. I've enjoyed chirping back and forth on some of those. I take some time every morning to... Uh, check those out and see what people are saying even if you just want to say hi so leave some comments on the YouTube enjoy your week and we will have a Friday show again with someone smart we're going to have a fun, fun topic this week, I'm pretty fucking pumped about it
1: yes guys. I've been thinking about everything I'm going to say I'm very excited you know, I have a I, I have a couple it's almost, like a it's almost like a game it'll be like a game I have a couple couple can tanks that are going to get lost out of you guys Not <laughs> good. God. There's one that you i tell? No, there's one that I think you're